Hello, people. Wow, that was a fast startup. I wasn't ready. You weren't ready. I wasn't ready. So when you said you're ready, when I said, are you ready? Well, usually you're like a pop paw. You're like, are you ready? And you gotta like pop paw. What are you doing with that? Then, mess with that? then you've got to like fumble around with the thing. Listen. Why'd you just take a sticker out of my hand? Because you're going to go take it apart, and it's not going to work anymore. What is it for? I'm gonna stick it in the fridge out in the garage, the beer fridge. Oh jeez. I have a collection of stickers. He just took a sticker out of my hand. You like, can hold it. Like I'm a child. Well, I know how you like to pick it. I do. You're right. I better put it down. Anyway. So, we're going to talk about a topic today that we discussed in the car on our way home from Indianapolis. It's Jeff's idea? Of course. So when I when I get ready to tell you the topic, you're going to understand why it's Jeff's idea. I think it's important. It is important. We're and going to I talk think about... it could be a multiple multiple top podcast discussion. Thanks to get heated, people. Paper, what? Sorry, I was bending over and something moved We're going to talk about sex communication and or miscommunication. Am I right? Yes. Meaning? Why don't you lead us into this? Well, it could mean all kinds of things. But I think where we were headed with it is like a lot of communication. Well, first of all, let's establish that in a relationship, not a friendship, but in a romantic dating, marriage, whatever type, whatever else you want to add into there, the, the romantic relationship, sex is a very important part of it. Can we agree? We can agree on that. But if you're friends with benefits, sex is an important part of that as well. Or is that a whole nother podcast? That's a whole nother podcast. Okay, gotcha. Because we're not, we're not trying to discuss. See, I, I can't, like, I, if I were a single guy and I had friends with benefits, that might be a podcast to, like, part of my lifestyle I could actually talk about. But unfortunately, I can't talk about friends with benefits. Unfortunately, so. I picked up on that. <laughs> No, joking. Yeah, no, but you're right. If you're in a committed relationship with someone, then yes. Sex, sex is important. Well, absolutely it is. And communicating with the other person about sex is important. And it, I think it's like a faux pas or it's like something that people don't discuss. And, I, and it's easy at first, physically, I think probably for most people to hook up and, you know, satisfy that animalistic instinct where you're just, you're, you're, getting into it and having sex and having fun, but then well, you yo, get into a relationship and that... When you first first start dating, it's easy. Everybody's right. on their A game. Right. She's giving more, he's giving more, you're going above and beyond, you're holding hands, you're putting your arms around each other, there's all the foreplay, there's all the lovey-dovey stuff. You and want then, more and of then, all that stuff. Right, and then when you get into a committed relationship, sometimes after a while, maybe it's a year, maybe it's five... That stuff, maybe not because all, of... Maybe it's six weeks. Not because of lack of love, but because of life, sometimes falls off the, the way, right? Yeah, it doesn't mean... And, and for the sex side, it doesn't mean that you're not into the person. You don't want to bang them or you don't want to do stuff. With, but, I mean, life gets in the way. The thing is, is the communication. I mean, I think being really honest about what you need. And, and we're focusing a lot on the... Sexual miscommunication or sexual communication. And there's a whole other side to it, and that's communicating the things you want and need other than sex that will actually trigger you to want to Right, but that's sexual. not what we're really talking about Right, today. I just was saying, we're not discounting that. That is important. Right. Um, I think a lot of times that each... Each party thinks that the other party can read their mind. You know, a woman will say... Exactly. I want him to, you know... Come in and give me a hug, kiss me on the neck, 
and, you know, give me a neck rub, all this stuff. We, we think that you should know to do that. Guys think something differently. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes the other party's thinking about that and it comes in and naturally does that. But sometimes maybe you're having a bad week or you're just not thinking and that doesn't happen and then expectations set in and that's where things go to the crapper. They go to the crapper. And why don't we know that, right? That's the what we're thinking, but you never communicate it. That's what I want people to think about now with their partner, whether you're with them or you're with your boyfriend or girlfriend or you're with just some random trucker that you met. Huh? I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, what I want you to think about is when was the last time you communicated what you wanted sexually, what you liked that was that was about you and you and you actually asked and wanted to know what about your partner sexually they were into and i'm not even getting deep into fetish territory right i'm just saying just 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 the basics the fun stuff it could be positions it could be foreplay it could be what leads up to the foreplay i don't know but Right. Guys do have expectations, and they're like, well, this worked for the six months we're dating. That's what she likes. They never ask. They never go beyond that because it's worked, and why doesn't it work anymore? Then it offends you because it doesn't work anymore. Well, maybe it works, but do you do it, though? You know what I'm saying? Like I just said, you know, you lose sight of all that. Well, I'm talking maybe about a different thing. Maybe he just goes from, oh. I'm talking about a different thing. I'm, ta- I'm talking about how maybe maybe if you meet a woman in her, like, prime, like if, if you were single and... Maybe you wouldn't need as much of the, at the beginning of a relationship. Maybe you met a man that wasn't as romantic or anything like that. And you guys just had this physical chemistry and were banging a lot. But then you got with him and you were with him, you know, committed relationship after six, eight months. You still need those things. Well, I mean, it's just like, it's just like with fitness relationships, you have to, you have to do progressive overload if you want to grow. Just like, just like with your muscles. I hate to always put fitness in it, but. Just like with your muscles, if you start lifting weights and you're curling at 10 pounds and you think you're going to do that for years and years and your muscle's going to grow, you're not. You have to do progressive overload. You have to add weight you have to, or you have to add reps or you have to add sets. But what I'm saying is you, you have, to have to add kinky stuff. What, what, no. What I'm saying is you have to add more. Okay? So maybe the holding hands, then I kiss her on the neck, then we kiss on the lips, and then boom, we're in bed. Maybe that did work for the six months before you got into this committed relationship. Maybe that did. But now that, that part is good. It's still needed. Still should be practiced, but you've got to add to it. You always have to do progressive overload in your relationships, in my opinion. That seems like work, but guess what? Anything worth it is work. I think so. So. I think, like we said on that one podcast, the Relationship Goals podcast, we talked about how we it's easy to get into that comfort zone where we just want to be comfortable right. and then we don't want to do anything extra. Right. And you're going to get there. You're going to, it's going to happen regardless. It's going to happen multiple times in your relationship for both parties. Right. You have but to you adjust. But you have to bust out of it. You have to adjust and you have to communicate. And that's what this is all about is being honest with each other about what you need. Right. You, you have to, let me get this. There's something on your face. Oh, that's sweet. That was a, there's a white. It was like, I don't know what that was. I don't either. Who um, knows with all the work I've been doing around here. Anyway, um, yes, you have to communicate and be open with what you want. Just blatant open. And I think, did I say this in the car or have I already said this on here? I think I said it in the car. I really think that you should sit down as couples and actually talk about it. 
not just like try to figure it out. Like, don't sit over there and say, you should know what I need. You know me. No, sit down and tell them. Write it down. Send it in a text. Be like, hey, I was just thinking, you know, I really love when you, um, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Or this guy the same way. I really love when you wear this. I really love when you do this. Because if you don't tell us, we may not know. And it's not bad that we don't know. No, it's not bad that you don't know. On both parties. You, you, you've got too much, we've got too much going on to have to worry about reading each other's minds. But that's where things go south, is when you have expectations and you think she knows right. what I like. Well, maybe she needs to be reminded every once in a while. And maybe she's not thinking about it. Maybe there's a lot going right, on, right? Right, yeah. So. And, and, and Jeff, you, what did you say the other day in the car? You said you'd be surprised. I forget how. Oh, well, we were talking about lists. We were talking about maybe we should make a list. Maybe we should do this. And it wasn't necessarily just sexual. Actually, it wasn't even about... Because that's the thing is... We were talking about it, and you were saying, well, you guys made it this way for yourself, that we only think that all you need or want is sex. Right, that's what it was. Because you said you'd be surprised at what, what, what would be on my list or something, and I said... Why? And you, what did you say? Something about it not always being nasty, dirty. And I'm like, but that's the guy's fault. You guys make it. And I was telling him how, you know, you see guys post things on Instagram. Not all guys. But if there's something nasty and perverted um, and over the line, like posted on Instagram or said at a party or something, it's 90% of the time. And I'm not faulting guys at this at all. I laugh at this stuff. It's not, I'm not being approved. Right, you're right. And there. I'm not faulting you. But 90% of the time, as the guy said it, it's fine. It's hilarious. It's funny. I laugh at almost all of it. And then, so on the other hand, I have a personality like that. I have a sense of humor like that. But me, being a woman, would probably never post anything like that. Now, I do know some women who do. And it's hysterical and it's funny. And they're comfortable doing that. Good so, more them. power yeah. to... Yeah, absolutely. And just like guys don't generally post on social media or talk about it at a party. You know, sentimental, intimate, gushy-gushy things. Right. Some do, and that's fine. More power to them. That doesn't mean you don't feel it. It just means that you don't portray it out loud. So when I say it, when I say you put it on yourself that we automatically think that it's something perverted and nasty, it's because, well, what I just said. Does that make sense? Yes. Right. And like where I was going with that is, yes, we do that. And when I said, I think you'd be surprised, it was because we said, hey, maybe we'll do a list and it'll just be about things we like or we need or we want or we, you know, like you said, I like when you do this. I like when you show up and bring me coffee. I like when you leave me a note. I like when you. But that's not sexual then. No, no, I know that. I'm just saying, this is why I'm I'm kind of clarifying is when, when sexual stuff can be on there too. Kinky stuff, fun stuff that we want to do. But I'm just saying, if we made a list like that, you would be surprised at the things that might be on my list that might be more affectionate things or things that you think that guys don't need. Like because romantic things. Right. That you don't think, you don't, girls don't think guys need it. They don't do it because they don't think, they think, oh, well, I, I blew them yesterday. And I was, so, and I was saying because guys don't post romantic things like that. They don't, right. they don't. That's, that's, that's all I was getting at that so, point. But we're coming to the point where you got to communicate. That's what this is about is you got to communicate. And I know this one's more about, but I think it does all tie in. It's about maybe people f- feeling off sexually 
Right. And it's because of the miscommunication on, well, there's people that are all about quantity and not quality, right? They're about, I got to get it in three to four to five times a week. So to speak. Right. I've got to. We got to hook up. Or I feel like we're not. He totally missed Gelling. That. No, I get it. Pound, put penetration. Oh. The whole, you didn't laugh. Yeah. That's something normally That's because I was in the at. middle of like a th- thought. This is a very serious podcast. For once, I made a joke. This is and, a very serious oh podcast. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll leave. No, but you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? It's yes. like, it's so, and then you could have, and those are stages of life too, because that's how I used to be. When you're younger, that's how it is. It's like, I don't feel like I'm wanted if I don't get, if she doesn't want to be with me at least three or four times, five times, six times, eight times a week, whatever eight it might times be. A week. How does that work? No, I'm joking. It's like twice in one day? Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, it happens. But the thing is, it seems like later in life, like now that you're more in that stage of, your your libido for the last eight years or so has been sky high. Mine is still there. But it's gotten to the point where you don't stress about it as much. You know what I mean? And maybe that's because the guy knows that you're into it. Right. Instead of it's like that thing where she's not into it. She's not into it. I gotta, we got to do it. We well, that's do. because earlier in the stage of life that you're talking about, I had little kids, too. Yeah, you, you got kids all over I the place. I was still birthing children. And when you birth children, your hormones are all over the place. And sometimes, shortly after, or while you're pregnant, you, you, know, you really don't feel like doing that. You know, you just birth a baby. This big old thing just popped out of the place that you want to go to. And sometimes our heads and our minds aren't turned off that, you know what? You just had a baby there. We can't, you know what I mean? So there, that time you're talking about was, you know, when I had, shortly after I had Brooke and then there was Nate. So there was hormones and there was head game. Oh, I agree. Head game involved. Right. And not the kind that you're thinking either. No. Um, but now my kids are grown and, you know... <laughs> at the socks on the door, you know, y'all going to have to leave. Or the That's cowboy true. hat yeah. or whatever it is. No, I'm just kidding. There's no cowboy hat. No, there's really not. If we had a cowboy hat in our house, there would be a problem. That'd be weird. I'd be weird. I'd be like Jeff Brokeback Mountain or something. What's happening? <laughs> That's our cowboy hat in here. But anyway, um, where was I going with that? But there was, a, there was a reasoning behind that. So you were feeling like there was that time in the life where you were feeling, oh my gosh, it's not happening all these times. She must not want me. When in fact, that really wasn't what it was. It was like a hormonal thing. And I'm getting ready to come upon, well, I am in that middle of that time now. So my hormones are everywhere. So it's kind of like, oh, it's, it's just craziness, weirdness. But also let's talk about the miscommunication or the, or the atlasy. It's not miscommunication. I would think, <coughs> excuse me, it's more like, it's not even apprehension. What am I trying to say? Okay, so for instance, I'm going to paint a picture. You, you know, you and I maybe are texting back and forth in a day. And, you know, the conversation gets a little, like, risque, right? Right. So, in your mind, and in, and I'm thinking that you're thinking, okay, we're going to hook up later tonight, right? Right. Okay. And, and maybe I have all intentions of that. Sure. Or you have all intentions of it or Absolutely. whatever. It's mostly probably whatever. And then my day goes crazy. I get busy. Maybe I start having a headache or I'm just, like, feeling like, uh And then I come home and you're like all over me. Well, I'm going to probably give you a vibe if I'm feeling inside that I'm not feeling it anymore, that I'm like not wanting to do it anymore. Right? So mm-hmm. I'm not going to I'm not going to be receptive of your advances. And that's kind of a weird 
position to be in. That's kind so, of weird, right? It's, it's like, weird for it's, both parties. It is, because in your mind, we've been texting. It's been heated, okay? And I've been involved in that, and maybe I've been reciprocating. But then I didn't communicate to you that my day went bad, now I have this, now I have that. So you're still in that mood. You're still feeling it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm not. So if you ever come over to try to hug me or you try to kiss me or something, I'm going to probably pull away, which is going to make you feel a certain type of way. So that's miscommunication. What I should do right in that moment is just stop and say, like, look, give you a hug, give you a kiss and say, I know we've been doing this all day and I love you and I want to be with you. But like, I'm this happened, this happened. I'm so tired now. You know what I mean? Like, can we just maybe postpone the party? So and I think we've done a really good job of that in the last several years. And I mean, multi, like, because we're very active, where we've said, we both looked at each other and said, because the vibes got there. And right. I think I've gotten pretty good unless I'm super worked up. But it, usually, the last several years, it's been, I'm, I'm more about the, quanti- the quality now. Right. And, and we usually go, hey, you'll, you'll say something, like we can do this, or, but neither of us want to waste one. Like, let's not waste it. Let's not do it just to well, say we did it. yeah, because then you can tell. But we're better about that now. But in the past, I we wouldn't have been not. able to do that. I would have been pulled away. It would have turned into a fight. Or I would have kept going with it. And then I would have fallen asleep. And then I would woke up the next day thinking he he was expecting it. I fell asleep and now I feel bad. And, and there may have been a time where you made me feel bad about it. Oh, I'm sure there were. You know what I mean? Absolutely, so now I can just look yeah. at you and be like, dude, I know we've done this, this and this all day. And I know that I've sent you this, this, and this. But I am so tired. And it'll be better for you and for me if we just, like, hold off till tomorrow. We're like, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Perfect. It's communication. It's being just open but we, but, but it's taken time to learn how to actually do that and be brave enough to do it without thinking the other person's just going to throw a hissy fit. And if the other person throws a hissy fit at your honesty, screw them. Screw them. And I think that's where we've come in our relationship is, like, we've decided that that's how we can communicate and as long as it's genuine and it's like you said, it's a nice conversation. It's not like, oh well, yeah, get your nasty hands off me. No, you know what I mean. Then, if I would still get pissy because of, and it's never, it's usually the party that gets upset about it. It isn't even about having anything to do with you. It has to do with like probably an insecurity I have mm-hmm. or or something going on in my head. The thing is, though, anytime that's happened in the past. What ends up happening? I end up apologizing because right. why would I? Let's just enjoy the evening. Right. We're going. We're we're together. We're going to be together. We we just we have <coughs> a very good. We've always had a really good physical relationship. Right. So it's well, not something that's forced unless it's in that moment. And then why are you wanting to force somebody to do something that you know the next yeah, night you're going to have really good right. sex with? Well, here's the thing too. In that moment where I come home and I'm maybe not feeling it anymore and I be and I'm honest with you and like so instead of pushing you away and making you like feel some way, if I'm just honest with you and tell you like I just said I've had this happen this happen, then and I and I maybe we should wait till tomorrow night or something. Then now hopefully if you still make those advances towards me and I'm not talking about like aggressive I'm talking about even giving me a hug or just a kiss now I can give into those right now I can accept those and be loving and you never know what could happen then it could get the juices flowing again yeah so but if everybody at that would point, just calm down it's hard to calm down especially at certain ages but I think that's a miscommunication that sucks if you can't be mature because I think about it on my side have I missed out on affection have I missed out on attention from you that's not sexual because you're worried about it going sexual. Yes. I don't like that. You know what I mean? Well, yes. I want you to be honest with me and say, so that like you said, you can open it up and then guess what? 
the night, if it goes sexual, it's not because I'm thinking about it. Right. It's because you take it there. But I, but because I can say I'm, we can we can hold each other. You can you can feel free to hug me or touch me or rub on me, and I don't think it's sexual. Right. And so you hold if you're not if you don't open if you're not open communication and you just leave it, then you miss out on all that. Instead, I told him that I'm not feeling it. I told him that it's probably not going to happen. But now we can be affectionate with each other with no strings attached, so to speak. But then maybe the strings get tangled and we tangle up. You know what I'm saying? It's happened. It's happened. It's It's happened where I've said, I'm not feeling it. I'm tired. I've just got to get a shower and chill. And then you still bring me in. You still want to snuggle with me. You still want to hold me. You still kiss me on the neck. And then I'm like, well, freak. Here we go again. Right. Now I'm back. Or vice versa. She's back. I I, I know there's been nights where I'm like, uh... Like, I have no intention, I have no thought, and we're, and then all of a sudden you right. get a gra- And I'm like, wait a minute, I thought that this was not happening. Right. And I don't say it out loud because I don't want to mess it up. Well, I know, but. But it's happened, too, for me, where I've been like, this is crazy. We're both tired. I'm wore out. Let's just wait. Yeah. Because this is not going to be, we're forcing this, you know. Yeah. I don't want to move. Do you want to move? Right. Because to do that requires <laughs> one of the two of us moving. <laughs> <laughs> right? One of us has to move, and if you don't want to move, and I don't want to move, this is going to be really weird. And then we end up going to bed, laying with each other, and sometimes, you know, things happen. Yeah, they do. And then sometimes, not sometimes, we get to sleep. But it's taken us a long time to get to this <coughs> communication and for the other person to be 100% understanding. Maybe they don't like it. Maybe it's not cool. And maybe, you know, you got to go, you know, get this bank bank out. I don't care. Well, no, and I don't either. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's been you gotta there for both you of do. us. Right. The thing is, is I, we talk about this in the context of us. And there's people probably saying, yeah, that's great. You see, we know for us that me, you saying to me, hey, I know we were sexing today. I know it was hot. I know it was heavy. I know I got you worked up, but I'm just not feeling it tonight. For us... People are going to say that's easy because I, I know within the next couple of days, unless something crazy happens, that you're going to be on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's people that they have different libidos, and well, you might sure. have you might have a dude out there going, "Yeah, that's nice." My wife has now gone three weeks telling me she just doesn't feel it, and she doesn't feel it because well, that's she's out of shape. Though. Or, you know, I mean, that- you know, and that's just a level beyond us. I'm just trying to say that for people listening out there that might not have Well, everybody's situation's different. Right. Yeah. But that's even more the reason to communicate. Right. Right and say, "Hey, what you, so that you can sure. look at your partner and they say and I look, we haven't had sex for 3 weeks. I need sex. I want you. I What's think going? you're beautiful. Yeah. I think you're sexy." And she may say, "I feel like a fucking fat slob. Right. I don't want anything to do with sex. I don't want you to see me naked. I don't want... You know what I mean? Oh, and then, I know. Then they it's get to thing. work through that together instead of him thinking, is she seeing somebody? Because women see themselves differently. You think you don't look good sometimes and I think you look freaking insane. So I think dudes that are married to a lady, they may be like, what's the problem? You look great. Why are you so... Okay. Yeah, but you can't be that way. You can't be that way. But my point is, is to communicate yeah. so that he can say, well, I'm thinking this is going on and I didn't know that was well, going sure. on. Yes. So let me help you. Right. What can help? What, what can we do to help fix this? Right. You know? And sometimes in that situation, particularly because I've been in that situation, so I can speak of it. I felt bad about myself. I felt a certain type of way. I haven't wanted to look at myself, you know, back 
in the day, and uh, it does make you not want to uh, be sexual. You know, you don't want to see your own self without clothes on. Why would you want? And then you got to roll around and things jiggle, and then you, you know, if you're in a certain position and you look down, all that's hanging there, and you're like, gross. Like, he can't find me attractive. So then you just shut down. And guess what? You said a key thing there. You know, let me help you. Yes, but what can we do to fix it? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes it takes that person having to decide they want to fix it. And a lot of times guys try too hard to You're fix right. You're right. everything. We because do. you guys are fixers. That's how we're Men are built. fixers. Right. That's and that's how, how you're built. built. I get it. It's how you're genetically built. But sometimes Let's fix women... fix this and get this not <laughs> Right. Please don't say that word ever again. I hate that word. Let's, I'm communicating with you right now. fix this and blow this load. Fine. Fine, blow the low, but we're not busting on that. Okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever hear you say that. Okay, but no, the, the woman that just needs to tell you how she feels and don't try to fix it. Men try to fix it, and then it kind of makes you feel even more like, ah, you know? Just yeah. listen, guys. Listen. Just it's listen to so them. Hard. Just listen to them and try to take notes. And then when it's not in the moment, because there's nothing worse than feeling bad about yourself and, like, telling your significant other that, like, you know, Oh, I feel like I, I feel like I weigh so much, or I feel so big, or I feel so unattractive, or whatever. And then right then and there, they're like, "Oh no, you look good. You look this. You look that." We don't want to hear that right now. Later, but if we don't say that right then, it'd be pretty bad. It, it, yeah, it can. That's where women are, are, are confusing. So this is work, people. How about you say, "I'm sorry you feel that way about yourself." I don't see that, but I'm sorry that you feel that way about yourself. And then take notes, and then later. Give a random compliment. That goes further. We've, be, anyway, be very we're careful, Ben, how you word things. And women, because I'm sorry you feel that way about yourself. You can say it the wrong way. I know. and then But then if you follow you up. You say, by, like, that's too bad. No, if you follow, you didn't listen. If you follow up, I said, I don't see that. Like you've said before. Like, you've, you've learned from me. I'm sorry that you feel that way about yourself. I don't see what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. But, we, but I'm here if you want to talk. Like something like that. Maybe maybe some women are like, nah, I want them to tell me right then and there how pretty I am. Well, I feel like that's superficial, and I don't want a compliment that I ask for. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. not that I'm saying if if I'm saying I don't feel pretty or I don't or I feel big, it's not really necessarily that I'm asking for a compliment. I'm not really baiting a compliment necessarily, but it's just when somebody compliments me, it's me after saying that directly to them. I feel like it's kind of void to me. That's just me, and I know there are a lot of people who feel that way, and there may be some that's not. But anyway, that's off track. Sorry. Just saying. There are women who feel unhappy with themselves, and so that is going to play into a part of them not wanting to have sex. And men, too. Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. And men, too. But I think men can get over it more once they get going. Like, then then, then it shuts off, and then they're like a sexy beast no matter what they look like. This is true. Women aren't really necessarily like that. You might have a few. Mm Mm-hmm. But most of the time it sticks with you and you're like analyzing yourself and God forbid if there's mirrors in the room. No wonder a certain percentage of women can't ever ejaculate or come. Because we're in, inside in of our head. heads about everything. Yeah, like, let loose. Is my belly fat hit and hit? Like, am I, is this what? Yeah, trust me. You know what I mean? Trust mm-hmm. me. But anyway, that's that. Just be, just be open. Be honest. Have meetings with your significant other. Once a week, or once every couple of weeks, and you say, "Hey, I've been thinking. I really like this, this, and this, and I really actually don't like when you eat this, this, or this before we hook up because that makes you not smell that good." That's a good point. I mean, I don't, I don't like when you eat garlic before we, you know, could you just chew some gum or something when you come to? I'm not, I'm not really talking 
like about me specifically. I'm just putting things out there. <laughs> I'm, um, I've got. I wrote it down. No, I used to tell you I hated when you drank red wine. I told you that. Yes, you did. My gosh, it smells so bad. Yes. But um, now you drink it with me. So I feel like it neutralizes it. I've drank it with you one night. One night. We're starting another tonight. I know. I can't wait. Um, but sometimes it's hard to be honest, right? Sometimes it's hard to be After honest. After a long day, it's really hard to be honest. After a great day, it's hard to be honest. It's hard for men to be honest about stuff like that because when it comes to talking about it, it's just easier at the moment to just say, just forget it. Let's just let's just live. Like, especially if you've had a long day, like you said. Right, let's just let it go. But then it doesn't go away. It doesn't. It's going to come back, and it's going to come back worse. It doesn't go away, and we have to talk about it. And I think that's I think I, that's pretty cool idea about maybe getting a list together. And it could be about all your relationship stuff. Sure. It doesn't have to be about sex. But I think that also if you do make a list and you do, um, like, have a meeting about it or talk about it, I think that you 100% should do it somewhere not at your house. Like, yeah, like go, in a public place, go, like a Starbucks, yeah. so that you can't hurt each other. Well, they said that it doesn't get out, so you're forced to not really let it get out of hand too much. Now, I have stormed out of a Starbucks before on Jeff. I'm not going to lie. Um, that was a good one. But we didn't get, you know, it's you're less likely to going to get heat. You're going to be more calm about it, I think, if you meet somewhere that, you know, you can talk privately, but yet there's people around, you know, just to kind of keep it on the... I think you need to be accountable to each other, though, too, for your, for your, we're getting ready to have a talk. We're going to end on positives. There's going to be some negatives, but they're not negative because we're trying to fix, we're trying to make us the best we can be. Right. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm the worst at it. I'm terrible at it. I hate it. When I hear something that's negative, I almost instantly, my, my, my mind figures out about 400 ways. To justify it. To justify it. It's fight or flight. That's natural. Because I don't want. I don't want to fail you in any way, and it. But it's not failure once we come around. So you gotta, gotta, you gotta kind of posture yourself to not be defensive and to be open and vulnerable, right. which is difficult for everybody. I think. I think it's you get defensive too. Well, yeah. I mean, we say things, and you're like, you know, we both get kind of pissy a little bit sometimes, but we've decided when we're going to have these tough talks that we have them. There, it's in a form where we know they're going to be difficult. Right. But we always feel good afterwards. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it, it's true. But I, I would definitely advise I advise you not to do it in your own home, especially. Are you, you know. clipping your toenails during this sex No, I'm podcast? not. Okay. I just didn't know. I thought no, I heard a clipping I'm, sound. No, I'm there. using. You did. I have the clippers, but I'm not clipping my toenails. I'm pushing some. Would you mind your own? Gosh. <laughs> I'm not clipping the toenails. <laughs> now you got me off track. Oh, and definitely don't have this conversation when you're having beverages, like alcoholic beverages. I think that's extremely wise. We've made that mistake before because yeah. you're so yeah. It's not it's not a good idea. No. So anyway, that's just my that's just my two cents. Only talk the good things when you're having beverages. Right, like you know your fantasies and stuff like that. That can get fun. That gets fun, and and because it's the truth serum, right? Yes, and you should do. You should go down those roads with your partner because. I mean, you've got a long life, and yeah. you've got to be excited. You've got to get pumped, and, and people think it's wrong to need anything else, and that's what we used to say when we were younger. It's like, you need that? You know, if I was like, hey, you want to watch some porn together? Right. You know, dial up? Huh? You'd be like, why do you need that? Why do you need you need that? You know, yeah. and it's it's now it's not that way. 
it's not about needing things. It's about, right. and, I, and I'm not talking specifically about porn. I'm talking about anything that you guys can discuss. And you know what? That's a list that you should have. Maybe a, a fantasy or sexual list that you sit down and you go through it together. And maybe you'll say, I think this is hot. I think this is hot. I think this is sexy. I, this would be cool to do. This is kinky. Maybe you can't even do those things. Maybe your life will not allow you to do those things. Maybe your relationship it wouldn't be smart for you to do some of those things. Right. But to talk about them and, and understand each other what's hot, what's not, and what's sexy, I think is really only positive for the relationship. Sure. Physically. Sure. So you should be able to talk about that stuff. The thing is, you get the chance to say, and not out of jealousy, but say, "I get, I get, you're into something like that, but I, that's not something I can do." Right. You know. Right. But then both of you can accept it at that point. You know, if right. you're not into fisting and he is. Oh my gosh, who would be? Then you might want to just mark that off the list, and then he doesn't have to go the next ten years wondering maybe she would want to be fisted. If Ooh, I just that's talked no. About it. Uh, let me just mark that off right now for you. Could we go ahead and mark that Dang one off? It. Sorry. It's a joke. No fisting God. in this house. Disgusting. I'm going to put my fist in your face if you ever bring that up again. It's only fisting. The this is how you have those honest honest relationship talks. You, you say something and then they say, I'm going to put your fist in your face if you say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really, but you know what I mean? I do. All right. Well, this has been a good talk. So yeah, communicate, people. Fun. Communicate about what you want. Communicate about the hard things, so to speak. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. And this, I'm just going to say, this podcast doesn't count against your sex. I can't go a podcast without talking about sex because I was actually the topic. Even though I will, I will say that you came up with a topic. Just going to put that out there. So anyway, we still have, it's, it's only January uh, 13th. We still have half the month to go without, to see if Jeff can get through a podcast without saying something sexual. It's not going to happen. I can. I'm gonna put my mind to it. Was how many more days to my birthday? Like sixteen. Fourteen, sixteen. I don't know. I'd have to add it up. Twenty-three. Here we go. Sixteen days. I don't know what the date is. Today's the thirteenth. I just well, said yeah, that. Twenty-ninth. Yeah, sixteen days. So you're good. So yeah, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, sixteen days. All right. Is everybody ready? Everybody's ready. All right. Cool. All right, y'all. All right. Bye.